Welcome to the Poe Politicking Show. Founded in 2008, Poe Politicking is a hip-hop meets self-help brand. With each interview, we teach the babies and share success secrets with you, the listener. Past guests of the Poe Politicking Show include Yo Gotti, Currency, MC Light, BG, Dead Press, Rashida, Project Pat, and more. We also showcase the future upcoming stars of hip-hop. Subscribe on iTunes and get automatic updates of each podcast episode. You are now politicking with Poe. Yo, this is Banish Habitual. You tuned in with Poe on Poe Politicking. People, people, people in this day and age are brainwashed and programmed like a computer, being nothing more than puppets. This nation, this country is founded in violence. Violent delights tend to have violent ends. I know you heard it, but my word perfect. The earth working, connecting the divine within the third purpose. Burn surface, I'm blazing past. Make it a fact, take it back. I keep a queen and got amazing ass. Stay strapped, wait that. M- moment where you lay flat. Take that, careful what you say, you'll get your face slapped. No taste out of it, so spaced out in it. I'm low lace, no need to hold chase. They crowd do it. 85 live on the ride high with a lust for excitement, violent Lights is on my mind, yeah, my word play crazy You an Earth Day baby, your birthday maybe When you get pussy, you been pussy They get stomped out at any cost Lost for what I tossed, bossed up and flossed Crossed up by them ankle breakers, taking papers The main favor that I ask is that you ask Trash cats in the mask, can't blast before the flashbang Bang, orangutan slang, shoot it in your vein Who am I insane, who am I to blame Pain claims everybody, really, this is oddly silly yeah, I just need God and the Billy Who the fuck can feel me? Uh, rap serial killer Shoot to kill timelines from an ill mind uh, Rap serial killer When I'm on one, I think y'all should all run uh, Rap serial killer Don't you people get in, you won't survive a minute uh, Rap serial killer Rap serial killer Drum loop. Watch the custies run through, you done new And still can't believe the shit that it's come to Sun too, shoddy with a pump too Body in a slump too Yeah, I got a hobby, it's to crush you Dumb fools, react overzealous, act like you felt us The hand they dealt us, not a motherfucking thing you can tell us It's them roll up and ruin your day, dudes I make moves, don't even have to ask your bitch She gave news, they get it manifest Damn it, the man is fresh Yes, you know I plan the best, and fan Wait, what is stress? I don't wanna know. Keep it at bay, Guantanamo. Bars like you a far shot from on top. You gotta go. I was in the parks drinking 40s blunt spark. Bitch, I was growing these ox before your pop shot in your mom's box. Onslaught, death metal, hard rock. That they all drop. Little dudes yapping, cut it with all that small talk. Look, grinning and I'm still winning until my ending. Wearing your denim, feminine now. Like y'all some women. Really, I don't get it. Guess I don't need to. I just got a couple words you nurse should all take heed to uh, Rap serial killer Shoot to kill timelines from an ill mind uh, Rap serial killer When I'm on one, I think y'all should all run uh, Rap serial killer Don't you people get in, you won't survive a minute uh, Rap serial killer Rap serial killer
Welcome back to PolPolitikin.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you download our app on iTunes, like, comment, subscribe to this interview. Now, I'll take with my homie, Banished. How you doing, bro? Peace, man. We're doing good. So give us the lowdown about your name. What, is, what does Banished mean? Man, at the time, uh, I come from like a graffiti background. So like in the art and, and uh, that whole world, it was just something that I thought was cool as far as like uh to set yourself apart from everybody else and just to kind of be off on your own shit doing your own thing so banish kind of worked out for me i've always had names that started with these and and banish was what i went with and that was a long long time ago and it just stuck and then where's your hometown where you from uh from san diego yeah all right so how was it growing up the hip-hop scene out here um it was it was diverse. I mean, there was a lot, you know, coming up when I did, it was kind of like the the beginning of when West Coast gangster rap was super heavy. I got introduced to what was going on on the East Coast and kind of fell in love with that. Um, so being in San Diego, obviously, it was more based around kind of gangster rap, but I, gravi I gravitated more towards the public enemies and and Wu-Tangs and shit like that at the time. So, um, but I always listened to both. So it was good. So it was a lot of different, a lot of different kind of hip hop. All right. And then what motivated you to do this as a career? Um, career. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's just more back to doing it. Cause it was, cause it's fun. Like I started doing this shit cause it was fun and, uh, just being influenced by the culture and being involved in, in, in art and, uh, kind of just happened that I, I discovered that I had an ability to freestyle early on and then decided to take it more seriously. Um, put out my first album in 2012, but as far as career, I do graphic design work for a career and shit. So cool because it's still art. I'm like, I'm like excited that I get to do a job that's still based around being artistic and using my creativity. Um, but the music shit kind of more back to like just doing what I want, when I want, because it's fun and it takes the pressure off of it. I took it serious for some years and um, now it's just kind of more enjoyable again because I get to do it for the reasons I want to and I don't have to pay any bills with it or do anything like that. And who are your, some of your influences? Um, like I said, man, kind of coming up, um, early on I was introduced to a lot of West Coast gangster rap shit. So nwa and too short and and uh quick and eight and all the, all that shit that was happening over here um i was listening to at the same time um i was also introduced to what was going on on the east coast so you know uh public enemy and wu-tang and boot camp and epmd and you know red man and all that shit was kind of what more influenced me made in a major way you know, how would you describe your your um, style? Cause like I like the, the songs you sent me, man. You got you got some bars. Right? Okay, <laughs> okay. That's yeah, I, I mean, I um I kind of come from like that style of shit. So like I like um like that hardcore, rugged, boom bap, like grimy, like street rap shit is kind of what I'm into, and um what I what I make. But I'm also extremely versatile. So like I'll make some new flavor style shit with some of the younger homies or I can like branch off and do um, a bunch. Of, I pride myself on being able to tackle anything and have you f 
think that's what I do normally. Um, so I like a challenge. I like to be able to kind of do shit outside the box. But I guess people that fuck with my music would say the style is more like a, a hardcore boom bap style. All right. Just well, kind of soulful, you know, based in like soul samples and, and, and shit like that. And what what are some of your current projects you got right now? I mean, really, with the way that things been going, like I just put out singles. Like I just put out songs on this on the cloud and, and to my email list and to the social media shit like that. Um, I put a lot into my first album album that I did in 2012, and 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 you know I got with a lot of different producers on that, and and a lot of big artists on that. Um, Crooked Eye and Beanie Man and Razkaz and just a bunch of people that I was connected with. Rocka from Dilated, some of the homies from the East Coast, um, from Army of the Pharaohs and Ill Bill and some other cats. So that was like a big project for me as my first solo effort. Um, and I put that out and it kind of just did okay. So I was like, man, I don't think there's really like a big demand for like another solo album. And so then I just kind of went back to doing features, doing collaborative things, and then just putting out singles once a, for a while, it was like once a month, every month I would put out a different single. Um, and now it's just kind of whatever, you know, the core producers that I work with, when they send me shit, whatever kind of like hits me in the moment, I'll do that and then, and then put that out. And then how were you able, I, I was checking that out too. So how were you able to get all those features on you for your first project? I mean, just kind of coming up, um, coming up on the West Coast, I was connected to um, a few artists. I was connected to Raka and uh, Planet Asia over here on the West Coast. And so those are like my OGs and dudes that I looked up to for their work and, and happened to know. And so just networking, people would be over here on, on the West Coast and, you know, I would just go out, be at events, be at things and and uh, and just be personable, man. Talk to people, connect, make connections. Um, I also, you know, it's like some of it is more friend and business. Some of it's more business than friendship. Um, but I always like anybody, I feel like anybody that's tears above me in, in the game and shit. Like I like to break bread with cats, even if they're my people and shit. So like, I've had several people like, nah, man, don't worry about it. It's all good. And I'm like, nah, take this for yeah. your time and effort because I just feel like that's good business. People remember that type of shit. And uh, if I ever got to that point, I would I would want the same. All right. You know, what are some of your daily habits you have? Um, habits or vices? I'm I'm pretty routine and shit. So like I do I do my art stuff. Um I come home, I'll usually try to go hit the gym. I like there was a while, like a few years ago, that I got pretty fat. So I was like, all right, I got to stop doing that shit because I would just be <laughs> eating whatever and then on a computer all day and then come home and fuck around in the studio all day, all night or whatever. And, and uh, I had to get back to being active. I come from like an athletic background. So like I had to get back to being being back in the gym and doing that shit to lose some weight. So I've been back on that shit. Um, so I usually come home, hit the gym and then just do regular normal life shit dinner wife shit you know what I mean? yeah how long is the hair how long you been doing the hair i seen it in the picture i know you got wrapped up now but it seems yeah, like it's pretty right. long so how long you been growing your hair and what's yeah, the meaning like, behind uh, that yeah like last september 
last September was was 20 years. Damn. And I I basically kind of started the crown out right around the same time like I decided I was going to take writing serious. It kind of coincided. Um I wasn't going to play college ball. I had like playing football. I had a ball head through like football and uh I realized I wasn't going to play at the next level. So I said I was going to dedicate myself to my arts and um I just let it I let it grow out kind of as I started and, and let it progress as I did and 20 years later I just feel like I can't turn my back on them <laughs> or the or the music so it's kind of like part of my part of my experience is it a lot of care with it or is not that much um it's not too crazy at this point like I have I think five locks at the base of my crown so it's like it, it you know, it's not, it's not a, it's a lot, but it's not. So like when I wash them, it's a process, obviously I'll, I'll do a tub and, and soak them with a lot of different shit. I put in the tub and then, and then wash and then dry. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. It don't hurt your head or nothing. I think I'm used to it at this point, but, um, like if I keep them up for long, long periods of time, my neck will get sore. Um, and uh, yeah, man, it's just different like phases of life as as you move along. It's different ways of dealing with them. It's like they're about to be on the floor now, and I'm like six three. So it's like now it's like, do I trim, fold them up for a while? Like, well, you know, at this point, I got a pretty dope backpack collection. I put them in a the backpack sometimes. <laughs> Great. All right, so I'm gonna name some artists, and you just tell me which one influenced you the most. Sure. All right. So DJ Quick or MC8? Um, I just I'd say Quick mostly because he was the first one I was listening to. Like I found Eight later, but Quick was like, you know, around that time, it, you know, Quick was in heavy rotation with Easy and with like some of that other shit. So like it took me uh, a little bit longer to get to Eight. So I'd say DJ Quick. Ice Cube or Chuck D? Wow, that's that's a great that's a great one. More influential? Just to you. Yeah. Yeah. They they they're pretty neck and neck just because Cube was like some of the first shit and, and, and Cube is one of my all time favorite West Coast artists. But I think as far as influence goes, like Chuck D was heavy in, in my influence coming up. Like that whole sound and that aggressiveness. And the shit they were talking about and the style of beats that that they were working with, like that, I'd say I'd say Chuck D on that. Snoop or Eminem? I fuck with M, but like I've never been like a, a huge, huge fan. Like I like it. His voice gets a little annoying to me at times, um, but he's incredible, obviously. But I think as far as influence for me being on the West Coast, it was definitely Snoop. Red Man or Method Man? That's another tough. That's another like like Chuck and, and Cube where it's like they were both right there. I'd say that uh I got into Redman first, but but Method when he broke off solo and was doing that whole shit and, and I was extremely excited when they came together. But um I'd go Redman on that. Eric Sermon or Keith Murray. Um 
Keith Murray was wild. I'll go Green Eye Bandit though, just because he was such a part of everything. You know, what I'm saying he had his hand in everything, so he was producing our shit and and uh, he was everywhere. Where it's like to me, Keith just kind of popped in. He had a couple dope joints, but but he was more influential overall. Lil Yachty or Lil Uzi Vert? Um, influential. I mean, I guess, I guess. Yachty in a bad way like he's more influential just because like I hear more about him in a negative way where it's like Uzi got like joints here and there to get off you know what I mean but like I haven't heard two I've maybe heard one joint from Yachty the joint he did with Migos that's like halfway like the beat goes and I can fuck with that um, so I'd say Uzi's more influential in general for me and I say he's he's got more joints that I would fuck with. I, I don't fuck with Yachty that much. Right. Double XL or the Source? I think uh, growing up it was definitely the Source. Um, for me, I think now it probably has changed. Although they're, they're both whatever, but but coming up Source for sure. All right. What advice would you give to a new artist? Um. Shit. Uh. Man, be able to invest in yourself or find somebody that's going to help invest in you. Um, you know, nothing, nothing's free. You got to be able to put yourself in a position to um, get yourself out there. I'd say uh, with the way, you know, the Internet is and all that shit now, I'd say definitely get with somebody that can that can get you a, a heavy presence online and um Man, stay independent and and direct to consumer seems like the way that more and more people are going. And if you're able to run your talent as a small business, then there's no need to to break bread with anybody else as far as like a major company. So let's say if you dropped a project, what would you say a realistic budget is to have behind it? Because I don't know, some people be thinking they could put a mixtape out in a hundred dollars and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you can. I mean, there, that's the thing. Is like it's all such a, a roll of the dice as far as um, you know what could happen because you could you could be relatively unknown with no budget and make some hot shit in your house, and and if the right people get a hold of it, it might be a thing. So you could invest very little and have it go a long way. But I mean, you know, I think anybody that's successful and has longevity, you know, needs to have some kind of backing. I think. You know, how many successful rappers or artists don't have some kind of a street or, you know what I mean, regular financial backer of some sort, um, depending on what you want to do for a project. If you know a bunch of dope producers personally and they fuck with you, you're not going to have to spend a bunch of money on dope beats. If you're connected to a bunch of artists that fuck with you, that got names and that are popping, then you're not going to have to come out your pocket for a bunch of features. Um, you know, so I don't know. Every every budget's going to be different if you're going to go What are you saying? Just on, just on the uh, marketing, though, like the promotion. Oh, like marketing and promotion? Mm -hmm. I mean, to be honest, I haven't been great at it. So, like, I don't know. I don't have um, anybody that, that really, like, markets me or puts me out like that. So that's a good question I, I would have for myself, too. Like, what's a good budget for getting yourself really out there as far as the online world but i mean it's thousands of dollars yeah that's what i'm saying because i didn't heard like uh 
like 20 racks. Like, you ain't got 20 racks. You ain't really, that's what I didn't hear. So I was just Yeah, asking. so I mean, yeah, I mean, a number in my head that popped up right away was 10. So I mean, 20, I mean, it doesn't sound unrealistic. Um, you know, if you're trying to get into a bunch of places and through a bunch of radio doors, and stuff, yeah, you don't have connections to those things already, or your 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 demand isn't high if people aren't already checking for you. So I mean, you could you know pop a single like post did or something like that and let that shit. The internet blew that up for him, and now you're in a position where the people are coming to you. You're not going to them trying to get shit. So that puts you in a different situation, obviously. But I, I think still, you know, it takes it takes a lot of money to invest in. Yeah, because I know a lot of these a lot of these websites now, like the World Stars, you know, blogs. Shit, they charge to, you know, they ain't gonna just post your shit. They gonna want you to pay for post that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like you have to you have to be either making something that they want to post, whether you know, no matter who you are and if you have money or not, or uh, yeah, you definitely got to break bread. That's why I like. You know, some of the sites that have stayed true to not doing that type of shit, DX, and there's a few other that are, like, they're not taking payola to post your shit. They'll post it if they fuck with you, and they won't if they don't. And um, I respect that. But, yeah, it's 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 business, man. It's huge. You, you know, hip-hop is huge business now, so it's it's a whole different it's a whole different ballgame. Right, where do you see yourself five years from now? Uh, probably in a, in a similar situation that I am right now. Unless something crazy happens, um, I think I'll just be in a place where I'm going to continue to do what moves me and motivates me as long as as long as I can. And and if I'm into it, then you know, for me, it's all what motivates me to be creative. Um, I could see getting back into fucking around with some beats and shit. I got a lab at the house, and like I used to like to to play around, but I was never you know, a producer. I had real dope producers around me. Um, so I feel like I got a little bit of an ear for that. So I could see in five years, definitely kind of be fucking around with some beats and shit again, just to be involved in music and being creative. Um, how much I'll be actually rhyming in five years is just going to be circumstantial. You got a favorite book? Not necessarily. Um, I mean, when we were, we were younger, like super into the conspiracy shit, like Behold a Pale Horse and shit like that was like entertaining for us. And I still really dig like conspiracy type shit. But as far as like sitting down with books um, has never really been my thing. Like the whole Internet age is crazy. So like I'd say if I do read the majority of it's online reading, um, which kind of sucks, but <laughs> but it's just, it, is, it is what it is. What's your favorite website to go to? Um, in general? Yeah. Oh, shit. I mean, I'm probably on some porn site the most. But... <laughs> you like X videos. Lobster <laughs> <laughs> uh, tube. And then, um, I mean, I peep like world star and shit like that. Um, man, usually like kind of, usually social media shit would like direct me to the stuff that would have caught my attention on the sites that I would go to anyway like I, don't, I really don't have like a lot of bullshit on my timeline so mostly it'll kind of direct me to the things that interest me and what's your favorite uh social media platform um i think my favorite is is instagram i, I, I fuck i fuck with facebook heavy but it's those two 
I got Twitter, but like I don't really fuck with Twitter too much. Um, I enjoy, I think, for the music shit I like to post, Facebook and then Instagram's kind of more just regular life shit. But um, I enjoy Instagram as a user more. All right, and what would you like to say to your fans, your supporters? Shit. Um, I mean, anybody that fucks with my shit and likes my music, like, just thanks. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't really even feel like I have, like, a hardcore big fan base and shit. I know people that do fuck with me do. And um, I would just say, shit, man, continue to continue to enjoy it. Like, really, I'm making music at this point for the people that do enjoy it. So if, if they do, then I'm glad they do. And I'll continue to do it as long as I'm inspired and motivated to to write. All right, man. I want to say thank you for coming through politicking with me. Man, I appreciate you. Uh, you want to give me your Instagram and everything? So um, everything social media is backslash um, banish habitual. Um, banish habitual, two words, but one word. Um and yeah, man, I, I'm gonna continue to do singles. I might, I might drop a project this coming year in 2018. I'm gathering some stuff, so might be another, uh, another full project. And I might actually drop that full project as singles, just like one song a week for a week, and you know, for like seven, seven, ten days or some shit. Popolitikin.com. The Popolitikin Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power.